This is Envision Self Healing Podcast, episode number 47. Hi, I'm Will Fuller. And I'm Richard Miller. And we are the co-creators of EnvisionSelfHealing.com and are dedicated in helping you improve your eyesight and quality of life by taking healing into your own hands. And the topic of the week this week is 5 Steps to a Successful New Year's Resolution, Part 5, Set a Time Frame. And in the question of the week in the second half of the podcast, we're going to be answering a question that appeared on our Facebook page that referred to going on a juicing diet and then having some blurrier vision. And, and this person was wondering whether somehow the juicing had caused the blurry vision. So Richard, how's the world of self-healing been treating you this week? Well, on the on the very positive note, I've been talking about my aerobics program. Mm-hmm. It's actually, it's, uh, the, my trainer is calling it an ATP program, which... Um, Okay. Is sort of an energy. It's it relates to the mitochondria and the cells, and uh, it relates to. So as you, I'm getting into this, but the, as you as you're expending start energy, start off nice and easy. Start off nice and easy. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah. don't fry anyone's brain. Too no, no, early. no, no. Don't worry about this guy. <laughs> All right. Well, ATP actually relates to my particular form of optic atrophy. That they believe that. They don't absolutely know why this happens, but it's a malfunctioning of the ATP function, mm-hmm. which relates to the mitochondria, which is the way energy is is uh, produced in the cell. Okay. And uh, when you're doing exercise, ATP is the first draw of energy. So when you're a sprinter, this is the way my trainer explained it as well. Okay. So if you're if you're starting a race, let's actually say it's a long distance race. The first little bit of the race where you, you could actually hold your breath and run mm-hmm. is the eight, you're using up ATP. Okay. And so it's that sprinter's kind of energy. Mm-hmm. And so he's actually orienting my whole program around ATP as a way of helping my optic atrophy. It's a very sophisticated approach he's actually taking yeah. to something like this. Okay. So... um and why was I talking about ATP, Will? <laughs> I don't know. You were talking about your... Oh, my, well, how my week went. All right. Uh-huh. So I was doing... it. That has been progressing very well. Uh-huh. I've been doing the trainings uh, twice a week and the aerobics three times a week. And I guess... Oh, right. And the positive part was my vision has started to stabilize at a better level. So before, after my first spin class, I reported that I could read a fortune cookie easily and for me fortune cookies are at that edge of type size that i normally have trouble with i can read bigger but that's really at the edge right and after the first spin class which was kind of amazing i could read the fortune cookie right after the class wow and i started to notice now that i can consistent more consistently read small type like that is this just an excuse to be able to eat more fortune cookies <laughs> <laughs> or eat more chinese food in more chinese food after you've exercised and wanna... well that was the excuse for the chinese food it's like wow i've just burned off all of these calories now i can go eat chinese food <laughs> and i did eat the fortune cookie after <laughs> anyway um it'd be interesting if your vision got worse after eating the fortune cookie <laughs> well, no, but I read the, I ate the cookie first, I believe. Well, right. I can't remember now. Maybe I did read it first. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I've noticed, and I was out to, I didn't mention this when we were out to lunch the other day. I was playing with, I could see your eyeballs a little better. This is another wow. clue for me 
beyond reading is like, it's like someone's eyes. Okay. Ironically, looking at someone's eyes, if I can see their pupil and stuff, that means I'm seeing clear. Wow, that's good. Because normally I just see sort of, you know, blob of eye. And we were talking the other day about how people put a lot more emphasis on being able to see that in people. Oh, how we, right. We've been working with some clients uh, trying to get rid of their glasses and... One of the most difficult things they find is that they can't see people's facial details and crisp, clear mm-hmm. uh, images and, and fine details. So it makes them socially uh, inadequate and, and frustrated that they're not picking up on right. all the subtle social cues. And we were sort of saying that we're not as... Um, Dependent on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I could see actually seeing your eyes a little... Of course, I was just sort of fascinated with your eyes there for a second <laughs> while we were ign- nice. ignoring what you were saying at the moment but uh <laughs> yeah so i noticed that and then today as i was coming back for the gym i noticed i could see uh, another clue for me is a large street okay. being able to see the light signal because nice. oftentimes i have to just pay attention to what the cars are doing and kind of go with that right that it and the signal is just small enough it's another small thing mm-hmm uh, I was able to see it from a fairly large, across a fairly large street, which I'm not normally able to do. And uh, primarily, this is right now, the, the main difference I've made in my plan is the aerobics. Excellent. Get, so Getting more blood. Yeah. The other thing I did, is, I won't go into this too much detail, but in the process, uh, you you well know that I have a weak, a weak link in my back mm-hmm. and it has acted up. Actually, I don't think it was the exercise. I think it was me carrying. It was me home decorating. I was carrying <laughs> a, a, a rug from my basement floor all the way up to my top floor because I liked right. it better up there. So I and probably I, did did the damage there. And I remember not so long ago you did the same thing, moving a chair. You're right. Um, so I guess the the uh, it's the home we, decorating part. Yes, we take from here is that you never learn. It's, it's <laughs> that's, that's it's the true. Message. It is true. Well, when you and and well, the message is. You know, I got obsessive about this rug. Mm-hmm. It's emotional message because I could have waited for you to come over and say, "Will, will you help me move the rug from the basement?" Because you helped me move it into the basement. I yeah. waited for that. Uh-huh. But then, when it came down to, I don't like this rug down here. It was an emotional response, and I wanted <laughs> to move it as quickly as possible. And now I've been paying since for that, maybe two weeks for that. That, that was very central visioned of you. It was, it was. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't so peripheral. No, no, it's not my relaxed <laughs> peripheral approach to life. It was my central approach, so. Good. Yeah, so that was my week. How was your week doing? Good. Um, I started off uh, with a nice bunch of flowers. If, if anyone uh, checks out our Facebook fan page, they'll see um, a, nice, uh, a nice bunch of flowers from a client, and you can tell that she's well into our work because the flowers were um, iris, I think they're called. Okay. And it was like a deep, deep purple. And it was a brilliant color to see. And it had uh, yellow, spots of yellow. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And it sort of all opened up. And I thought it was just perfect because it it makes the perfect shifting eye exercise. And I've got it next to my uh, laptop. So that every now and then when I take my breaks, I can shift from from detail to detail on these brilliant purple flowers. Um, So check out our Facebook fan page and you'll see those flowers there. A lot of people have have liked them. Yeah, I just saw, I just got a message that 
tons of people were tagging that photo yeah <laughs> and uh, and it was only afterwards i found out that they were called irises which i thought was oh yeah was, i was, totally was... went over my head now nah, i get it yeah yeah <laughs> which is even more yeah vision related i'm not yeah. too sure our client even uh, realized that but i also noticed that where, where i sit i make sure that i've got a window a big bay windows in front of me and then windows off to the left mm-hmm. of me which is where um the week of uh, vision is in that side so i've got the light yeah. coming in trying to stimulate that and i noticed that if i put the flowers off to the left then the the contrast that the flowers are making where the light's coming in but you've just got this one dark object in the right. middle of that mm-hmm. is drawing my attention to it in my periphery whilst i'm working yeah. on the laptop because there's a there's a thing there for my periphery to pay attention to. Hmm. So anyway, another bonus there. Who would have thought you could get all this from uh, from flowers? From flowers, yeah. <laughs> a good investment in money for sure. Definitely, definitely. Um, so uh, I've also been enjoying a lot of sun mm. uh, this week. Um, so I've been doing plenty of uh, sunning, right? Exercise. Yeah, me too. And uh, it's well, we've we've hit a we had a real stretch of rain, right? For yeah, and we we even got a, an email um, from a, a friend and also a member of our audience thanking mm-hmm. you. Oh, for your. Um, for your encouragement in doing the peripheral vision exercise. The palming uh, exercise. The palming, that's it. Yeah, during, uh, during the dark, gloomy days in <laughs> California, yes. Yeah, it's really interesting. The more you think about it, the more you think about how seasons work. Mm-hmm. And maybe uh, who's to say our, our vision shouldn't work in a seasonal way where we have lots of sun in the summertime and lots of sunning exercise. And in the winter, we do more palming and resting. Yeah. Ready for that, that summer's summer's work again you know that really comes from my experience of living in washington state for so long because there were such huge periods of of rain mm-hmm. and i i used to complain about this to mayor when i was studying with him back then mm-hmm. and he would always say well when it's you know when it's rainy you just do more palming yeah and uh so yeah that came from that so it would certainly be something interesting to look at but i've really been enjoying the sun uh although i'm i'm heading off to new york the end of this oh, week right. um, to work with some clients over there in New York, and of course it's um, oh freezing and snow. Oh, I, I did hear that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, I've got beautiful. I finally waited all this time uh, for nice sunny weather here in San Francisco, and it's finally beautiful blue skies. It is. Um, and uh, we're not going to talk about the fact that I'm going to miss the Super Bowl now. Um, this weekend and there was a chance to be able to see the Giants win the World Series and the 49ers win the Super win the Bowl. Super Bowl and I'm pretty confident they will do. They will. Um that yeah. I'm gonna miss it. But I'm not I'm obviously not dwelling on it and I'm not bothered <laughs> by that at all. But you're improving people's visions. Exactly. Yeah. So I'd much I'd much, you know, it's if anything, it's just a, a proof of dedication on my part how yes. much I want people's vision to yep. improve so uh pleased about that i've also been doing a lot of uh, obstructing still yep. this week uh, i've noticed that the vision in my stronger eye is is better mm-hmm. uh, because of it because it's rested and i also noticed a lot uh, less eye strain i can think a lot clearer i'm not as tired oh. when it gets to the evening time normally if i've been on the computer right throughout the day that i sort of feel really fatigued and i really just need to stop but since I've been focusing on obstructing the stronger eye whilst I work on the computer, I get to the evenings and I still feel pretty refreshed. Wow. Actually. So um, a big difference in that front. And that's only over the last yeah. few days. Well, they say that the eyes are sort of like the most important sense that, that human beings use. So it mm. makes sense. If, as you strain your eye, it's going to affect your whole being. Really yeah. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, so again, I'm still playing with it um, now. I think it's been mm-hmm. maybe two, three weeks now. I'm still trying to understand to what extent the effects uh, it's doing. I've noticed that doing cold towers on my eyes is assisting it All right. as well. Um, and I really feel like any sort of inflammation around the eye, you know, it was any sort of mild inflammation or, mm-hmm. or heat from the eyes is certainly being reduced mm-hmm. from where the system isn't overworking as much. Great. So, uh, yeah, certainly encouraged. And I'm not actually feeling any sort of eye strain in my weaker eye from using it so far. Right. I kind of feel like it's so underused mm-hmm. that it's not even getting to the point of, oh, eye strain. of strain. So uh, I'm not saying that's the same for everyone. And I'm certainly not recommending that everyone should go out and obstruct constantly. Yeah. Um, you know, this is me and I've been doing this for many years now. So we certainly suggest that people build up right. five minutes, 10 minutes and, and see how they go. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, some real interesting observations and um, looking forward to see how my traveling in, uh, in New York goes. Of course, uh, I've always got those small RP anxiety. Right. Uh, and I'm also getting in late at night. So, uh, you know, it always oh, sets yeah. up the, the, the poor night vision fear start going. But um, I'm doing pretty well at, at calming those down and... Mm-hmm. Uh, just make sure I do plenty of palming before I get out there and uh, and try and work my periphery on the way out so my rod sails are as active as possible for when I get there. Great, great. So I think it's a good time to move on to topic of the week. And the topic of the week this week is five steps to a successful New Year's resolution, part five, set a time frame. And this pretty much explains uh, itself especially yeah. as the title gives it away new year's resolution but it's a nice roundup to our, our five-part series here mm-hmm. and if you're coming in on the on the end of this one then certainly check out the four podcasts previous to this so that you'll get a whole picture of goal setting and we the idea of it all was to encourage people to set um, a really good goal a vision improvement goal and as we've noticed, as we've been talking about it, it doesn't necessarily mean eye exercises um, themselves. I focused on actually spending time doing the eye exercises. Richard's goal is is focused on the fitness side of things to mm-hmm. get more blood flow to his eyes. And, you know, what could be more rewarding uh, than that? And you're already noticing such right. improvements mm-hmm. from that anyway. So, you know, at this point in time, that could have been better than any eye exercise that you could have done. Right. Um, I guess we don't know until we try these things out. And that's why it's good to have a, a broad program. But we really wanted to give everyone a good kickstart to this year. Make sure that you've set your goals um, properly so that you've got more chance of being successful. Mm-hmm. And we followed a, a method called the SMART method. So specific, measurable, attainable, relevant. And then this last one is timely. So we're saying here is to set a time frame. In particular, we've recommended here a year obviously, um, as it being a new year resolution. And the idea is, of course, is to make it, um, well, I guess, more attainable. It's it's more realistic. It's something um, that you're more likely to achieve. Right. For example, if I said, okay, I want to work on improving my night vision um, and I'm going to give myself uh, a week. Right. Then obviously that isn't, that's too short of a time in realistic. Now, if maybe it was I want to reduce some eye strain, then maybe a week is a little bit more right, realistic. Right. Um, of course, we talked before about 
um, being measurable and stuff. So you still need to be able to measure yeah. this. And that's not so specific or yeah. measurable, right? Um, so, but the idea is that you're choosing a length of time that um, that you can measure, right? Um, that is realistic and, and is also attainable. So at the same time, if I said 20 years, well, that's quite a way away. Like whether I start working on my peripheral vision now, uh, or improving my night vision now, whether I work on in the next five years, well, I've still got another 15 years right. <laughs> before I need to achieve that goal. So it means that I'm not going to be as motivated. Right. So you want to make sure that in this time frame, it's something that you can do. So what do you think, Richard, would be an example of that with the exercise that you've got going on with well, your trainer I'm, right now? Um, I've set the goal of uh, lowering my resting heart rate. Mm -hmm. So... Um, over a year, I'm hoping to, to lower my rate by 10, 10 points. Okay. So that in some ways, that's the, that's the specific and measurable part of it. Mm -hmm. And then if I just say, uh, I, well, and I do want to do it in a year, then it gives something very specific. The time frame. it's kind of simple. For me, I like to keep it simple. In a year, I'd like to, to lower my uh, resting heart rate by 10 points. Okay. For me, then I could go at six months, how am I doing? You know, it, it, then you could set up sort of sub markers to at least know how you're how close you're getting to your goal. Um, and that makes the, the measurable part works that way as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And if, uh, you know, again, if you had said in the next five years, then, you know, you wouldn't be working as hard now to try right. and exactly and get to that. But at the same time, if you had set yourself four weeks, then you might not have even have achieved it. Yeah, I think there's there's a hazard in um, setting too close of a goal in that sense. Mm -hmm. In the sense that, you know, we don't expect you to drop your glasses or whatever, you know, like lose all your diopters in your glasses right away. We want yeah. you to, to set a, an attainable mm -hmm. number and then give yourself six months to a year to do it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, especially as um, it could put too much pressure. Mm -hmm. on ourselves like some people might just go well i'm never going to wear my glasses again and mm -hmm. maybe they're a minus three um and everything is just so blurry that it's just so difficult for them mm -hmm. to adjust to that you know i guess cold turkey you could call it and some people do do that but if you're straining we certainly don't recommend it but it can be so overwhelming that people just after six months or four months they just give up right um because you know to them the eye or oh, the eye exercises aren't working because they're not seeing crystal clear 2020 vision in six months or uh, or that it's just too much for them which is why we recommend dropping down in diopters first or using pinhole glasses to make things clearer yeah i think for us then we would say use the year as a as if you're going to set a goal for vision improvement a year is not a bad no uh you could make an argument for six months but a year is good and then just check in maybe every three months to see how you're doing on your goal and what's the rush <laughs> exactly yeah what and good things like this take time yeah and yeah. If, uh, if anything's worth having yeah then uh, you're gonna have to work hard for it and we often tell clients that you know they want they come in after 30 years of developing an eye condition and they want to fix it in you know a month yeah it's like well you had you spent 30 years <laughs> creating that maybe you could take a year yeah you know partially removing that mm -hmm. rather than uh, expecting it to be gone immediately and also considering that um, the mainstream uh, idea of of this is that you can't improve at all right so the fact that you've set yourself a nice uh, relaxed but motivated yearly task 
if you do see improvements in that year, then, you know, how fantastic mm-hmm. is that? Because according, you know, to the general norm, in a year's time, your vision should be getting uh, slightly worse. And certainly in two years time, you'll be looking mm-hmm. at getting a new prescription of glasses. Right. Um, so, you know, there, there really is no rush. A year is a nice time frame to set. You might want to set yourself some smaller goals. Right. Um, you know, this method... The smart method we've chosen to to pick out one goal that is going to take a year. Mm-hmm. Now you can go back, listen to uh, the rest of the podcast, take another goal, mm-hmm. and you can set up several goals. You can maybe have right. five uh, mini goals and then one big one that you want to attain at the end. The idea of the smart method it's a way to structure your goals so you're more likely to achieve them. Well, the, the way this may relate to vision improvement in particular is that really, in the sense that I'm exercising to get a little more clarity with my vision, that vision is made up of a lot of different factors. Mm -hmm. So improved vision could be, you know, you're blinking more, you have better blood flow, you know, a lot of different factors go into creating better vision. So you could have multiple goals around different aspects of your Mm -hmm. vision. And the overall effect would be you would see better. Especially if you're someone as fortunate as myself. Oh, yes. That, that has several <laughs> visual conditions Yeah, uh, that I don't know where to start. Yeah. Um, so it's good to pick one of them. Yeah. Um, and then you can start working on that. And then I could have some mini side goals. Yeah. On the rest of my other uh, collection of, of eye conditions. Yes, that's that true. That I have. So, um, so certainly by setting yourself a time frame, you're going to be a lot more focused on what it is you're trying to achieve. It's going to keep you more motivated, especially as you think, right, I need to do this in a year. I know Richard and I were talking before about maybe something we could set up fitness-wise, whether it's a, a bike ride oh, competition right. or a half marathon or something. And uh, I know I talked about this before, but I know that when I uh, set up a half marathon to run, with my dad that I said that we were running uh, yeah. to improve our own vision um, and also to run for for uh, blind charities to help people's uh, vision that way. So I know that I just, I wasn't running at all, but as soon as it was like, right, in a year's time, you need to run a half marathon mm-hmm. that I'd never run before. Sure enough, I started training and it sort of forced me to train because I knew that in a year's time I had to achieve Mm-hmm. something and that if i didn't train then i just i, there's, I just wasn't going to get there mm-hmm. and uh, i'd be a failure on the day yeah and so may, maybe for me i mean you're inspiring me in some ways to set up these sub goals mm-hmm. so one, one of the things i forgot to mention is that i did order the giant eyeball masks <laughs> oh, yeah. for the beta breakers run okay so we could actually uh, maybe even set a mini goal of how well we do on the beta breakers wear, wearing uh, rubber eye masks are we signed up uh, no but it's no big deal to sign up Okay. No, we we will be signed up, and we're we... gonna we're gonna, gonna gate crash. <laughs> well, people run. do actually. They we do. should maybe explain a little bit. The Beta Breakers is running from one side of San Francisco, right, to the other side of San Francisco, the Bay side to the ocean and side. Yes. I think it's maybe a hundred years old or something. This it is. This it's race. very very old. Yeah. And um, so we were thinking how we can start raising some more awareness on on natural vision. Yeah. improvement so richard came up with the idea of running with uh, giant eyeballs on our heads yes and i found them and ordered them through ebay so we have <laughs> giant eyeballs coming 
So uh, I don't so, know if we'll so, be able to, so to look breathe. out on the news. <laughs> I don't know if we'll be able to breathe through these masks. So that'll be a and it'll be a real anaerobic experience if you can't breathe. Yeah. But yeah. but that's sort of a mini. Ah, okay. I want to improve my. I want to drop my resting heart rate mm-hmm. ten points. But another one is okay. In May nineteenth, we're going to be running in this race, so I need to be in shape for that. Yeah. You know, in the summer, actually, I would like to buy a bicycle. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, to be in shape for that and. <laughs> I have people around me who, who are very good in shape who ride bicycles, so I have to compete with them. <laughs> Things like that. So uh-huh. yeah. So definitely setting these um, setting these longer term goals in front of you really drives you to to want to achieve them, and uh, it's certainly going to keep you more on track. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, I think it's a good time to move on to question of the week. And the question of the week comes from Facebook. Uh, it's a woman who started and is following our website and following our uh, advice about juicing. And she says she's doing better, feeling better overall from the juicing. Uh, but her vision seems blurrier. And then we have to go into more detail. She's in her mid-40s and, and she's wearing plus one reading glasses for mm-hmm. presbyopia. And uh, she says, could it possibly be the juicing that's that's making my vision blurrier? Yeah, and she really emphasized that she's, you know, picked up juicing the last month and, and is feeling fantastic. And, and in fact, both her and her husband have been doing it and they both feel great, Yeah, um, which is, is what we always, um, you know, encourage through the juicing is that you really do start feeling the benefits straight away mm-hmm. when you when you do juicing because yeah. of all the nutrients and, and all the extra oxygen and, and all the rest of it. Plus, you're also doing something positive towards your health. Right. Um, again, you know, just being proactive. That's why our tagline is uh, improve, uh, you know, take healing into your own hands. It's that taking control can make you feel good and quality of life they've improved their quality of life yeah Yeah. certainly yeah Um, so but it's just unfortunate that she's noticed um, a decrease in vision uh, both her and her husband and she also said that one of her friends um, also reported after doing juicing yeah the plot thickens Um, and you know do we think that this that the juicing could have caused the loss in vision now i mean i after all the years of studying nutrition and and now studying the body and um and and eyes i could not think of a single reason why juicing would impair vision if anything i mean obviously it's going to help it this is why we, we talk so much about it you know you're giving more of a supply to the eyes if it was supplements then maybe ah. I would say, well, because you're you're flooding the system with with such a high concentrate of of nice. a particular nutrient. I even doubt that, quite honestly. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, in in that maybe to that extent, but with juicing, um, and it's it's not I, I, they're not even juice fasting. I think they've just right. in, they're just incorporating juicing into their daily life and feeling the benefits. So I mean, unfortunately, probably what they're experiencing with that juice say they're juicing once or twice a day is actually how the average person should get anyway in mm-hmm. nutrients that's how the body was designed to yeah. to get those nutrients anyway so she's probably only experiencing a, a normal level of nutrients that the eyes yeah should be getting 
So um, it sort of highlights a little bit here why it's important that we get as much information as possible. And this is why we sent out that template, those of you that have signed up for our coaching call um, that we do every couple of weeks. And if you don't know about that, then you can head over to the uh, iExercise Express and the resources section on our website. And you can find out more about the coaching calls that we do there. But the reason why it's good to have a little bit more information is that this uh, lady mentioned that her and her husbands are also are in their mid 40s right and they have their plus one lenses and they're noticing that they're gonna have to go up a prescription and that their vision is blurrier right and that's if they were not juicing they would experience exactly the same thing yeah that's the reality of plus lenses that you just progress your way up Mm -hmm. and the the reason why do you want to go into a little bit more detail on on why that would be well, it's your eyes become accustomed to having this sort of crutch of the of the plus one diopter. And then as you use them more and more, they become, you know, mm-hmm. again, the lenses are becoming stiffer. The, the, and then you're weakening in some ways the muscles, the accommodation muscles or the muscles that would bend your your God-given lens. Mm-hmm. Not to invoke God here, but... <laughs> <laughs> Zeus. Yeah, yeah. Zeus is, Zeus-given lens. Um <laughs> So you're in some ways you're you're using a crutch. So imagine if you started walking with crutches, wouldn't your leg leg muscles weaken mm-hmm. and your ability to stand on your own and your ability? It's it's not that complicated. Typically, people experience be a, a genetic predisposition to right. this condition is presbyopia. Um, those of us that that don't know about that uh, in the audiences, oh when right, you get around uh, your mid. 40s mm-hmm. and the lens the lens starts to stiffen the ciliary muscles start to become weak and stiff so it means that when you look at a near object the lens isn't able to round so it means that it can't focus on that clear spot at the back of the retina mm-hmm. so when you look near you're not it's not as clear as it used to be and that's why you have to start moving your arms further and further away from you right in order to see it because that way the lens is flatter and it's reaching the back of the eye yeah and and the doctors will say everyone will get presbyopia and to a a large degree there's some accuracy to that Mm -hmm. um i was just talking to my trainer who's he's been uh very grateful to our website because he's starting to deal with presbyopia but he's in his mid-50s so he's he's already 10 years behind the right the theoretical beginning of it and he also reported that no one in his family's ever had to wear reading glasses or any glasses of any kind wow and so it sort of argues that it's not just a physiological uh-huh. reality that yeah. some people don't have to do mm-hmm. that. And why is that if, if it's this physiological reality? But, <laughs> um, and he says part of it is the, the, the reflex to get the magnify, magnification of the uh, reading glasses. He could see how it could lead down a road of needing them more and more and more. And he's the, he claims that he was talking about his grandfather never having read, uh, having had reading glasses. He said he was just too stubborn. You know, he would just <laughs> like read irregardless. Oh, kept reading anyway. Kept oh, reading anyway and, and then never really lost that ability somehow. So, <laughs> yeah. And the, your, your trainer's ethos, obviously, he spent his whole life working with muscles and fitness. Right. So he, <clears throat> he approached uh, your friend and said about the eye exercises right he said well he you know this guy has been studying the body and being a trainer for 30 years and when it started to hit him the presbyopia hit him he was like there's got to be something i can do and my friend happened to be training with him and as she said 
I've got the answer. Go to this website. <laughs> so he's been thanking me ever since. So. And it just makes sense to somebody that's life is based around strengthening muscles. Yeah. If you can do that, why can't you just do that for the eye? Right. So, so certainly in this particular case, then you could imagine that this person's lifestyle is still staying the same mm-hmm. and not necessarily doing the eye exercises. Right. They've got plus one lens. They're still looking at the computer or, or reading. Mm-hmm. So they're not changing any of the habits. So the muscle is continuously getting weaker. Uh, it's continuously getting stiff and the lens is also becoming stiff. Then you're wearing glasses, so there's no need for it to strengthen. Right. So eventually it's going to progress and progress and yes. you start losing the ability to focus and things get blurrier from near. And you just have more diopters and that's yeah. just the reality. Yeah. And that just was a coincidence. I hate to say it, but when people are trying to something new and something else happens, I think mm. they make that connection. And it's such a shame. And again, I hate to bring it up, but with the coaching call, we said uh, we did a podcast and leave no question unturned and mm-hmm. how it's these small questions that can yeah. prevent us from, from doing it. And this is why we started the coaching call mm-hmm. is to get people doing that. But could you imagine if she'd sort of spoke to her friends and it was like, yeah, no, that happened to me with the juicing. And, yeah. And then sort of looked on the internet and couldn't really find anything, but maybe found something that said that juicing makes eyesight worse. I can't <laughs> there ever probably is something there is. out there, yeah. Um, but it's a um, it's a conspiracy by, right, right, right. by holistic improvement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Go eat junk food and your vision will get better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you could you could see how easy you know a month of feeling fantastic on juicing, how this you mm-hmm. know, could really change things for her, that she would stop doing it because this question. Yeah. When unanswered. Exactly. So obviously, as always, we recommended that she should go get her eyes checked by an eye doctor mm-hmm. um, and consult, you know, with a with a qualified and professional uh, doctor right. in, in that realm just to make sure that there isn't anything else going on. But certainly, as you can hear from our explanation here, uh, we can't see any reason why the juicing no. um, would increase presbyopia. Exactly. Or, or lose yeah. focus. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. And like I said before, if you want to find out a little bit more about the SMART approach, then go back to uh, the four previous podcasts that we've done here. Set yourself a goal. Now that you've got the final pieces to actually goal setting, then certainly set yourself that main goal now, maybe even set yourself some mini goals. Feel free to share them on our Facebook fan page. We would love to hear some of the goals that you've got setting up. And now you know all about our goals. We're going to have to keep to those now. Yeah, we're definitely wearing those eyeball masks. (laughs) (laughs) So look out for that either uh, on the news or uh, some sort of... uh, website i can imagine yeah and um, if you want to find out a little bit more information about eye exercises in general then head over to our website at envisionselfhealing.com and we've got plenty of information there to help you start improving your eyesight as soon as possible you can also get your hands on a free ebook called a modern day guide for improving eyesight where we talk a lot about the very fundamentals of eye exercises and indeed how our modern day life could be contributing to poorer vision and indeed how the exercises can help improve it You can also catch up with us on Twitter, both uh, Richard and I are there, just uh, look us up and you can also check out our Facebook fan page, just look for Envision Self-Healing and you'll also see my uh, new picture I put up there this week of the iris flower and you can uh, feel free to print that out and do some shifting exercises or indeed if you're at work or what have you, just bring it up on the screen and you can shift on it. Shift with will. (laughs) Yeah, shifting with will. Uh, You can also, if you've listened to this on iTunes, then just click the subscribe button and you can also subscribe there and uh, you can also do that on YouTube as well. So it means that you will get our weekly podcast every week. 
Okay, great. Well, good luck with your eye exercises this week and writing out your goal setting and happy healing. And have a good week.